Greetings and a very huge welcome. This is All About the Bingeables, one of the best movie and TV show review podcasts available. And All About the Bingeables will be discussing some fresh takes and some dope kicks. We're going to be talking everything movies, TV shows, and anthology series. We're going to have deep dives, breakdowns, and recommendations across some of the most popular DSPs such as Netflix, Hulu, HBO Max, Amazon Prime, and more. We're going to be discussing new releases as well as some of the classics like Steel Magnolias, Pulp Fiction, Goonies, The Lost Boys, and more. We're going to talk what's hot and what's not. And in a busy climate, you want to know what's worth your time. So sit back, relax, and enjoy the show. Welcome back, guys, to episode two. And at the top of this episode, I must give a breaking news announcement. 15, 30, 37, 38. 45, With that being said, guys, the title of the podcast moving forward is going to be all about the bingeables. Yes, that's right. All about the bingeables. So again, I want to give us a huge shout out to the title change. Everything you heard from episode one, the rabbit hole shit, put that to the side. All about the bingeables. Episode two, let's go. We've got a lot to cover, so I'm just going to jump right in. First off, guys, I want to apologize. Last episode, there was some shitty editing, and I actually had included two segments for Devil All the Time. Yes, The Devil All the Time is an amazing movie, wonderful cast, great story, but I apologize. There's two segments in there where it actually repeats itself, so my apologies, guys. Secondly... Lovecraft Country, I can't speak on this show enough, but where I messed up was last episode, I mentioned there were eight episodes, there's actually ten episodes to complete season one, showrunner Misha Green is fucking phenomenal, she did an excellent job in the entire season, just weaving all the black history elements, whether it's the Green Book, the Safe Travel Guide for Negroes, Slavery, Black Wall Street, the race massacre in Tulsa. I mean, I can't just speak on this show enough. Emmett Till, I mean, Jigaboos. There's so many different elements of black history that she was just able to tie into the show and giving it that authenticity as well as just mysteriousness and magical mysticism. It was just a wonderfully, wonderfully crafted show, and I just want to give her a big, big thumbs up and shout out that this show I can't 
I just can't say enough. So please check it out. I don't want to give too many spoilers away because I would love for you guys to just be seeing everything for the first time. But I do want to touch on Afua Richardson. Afua Richardson is the wonderful animator behind all the comic book designs. Now, there's a character in the show named D. D is so important to the story. And that's all I'm going to say. But basically, D, she loves drawing. She creates these comics for her dad at first. Originally, she makes these comics for her father. And but the comic art and the illustration and everything, especially when the story progresses and you start seeing newer versions of the comic, all that stuff's done by Afua Richardson. So. Another just excellent element to the show, just black excellence as it, at its finest and just really top tier talent behind the scenes, in front of the camera, all the way around and HBO pulled no stops. I mean, again, like I said, the production value in this show is very high. I mean, the quality is really good and it's just a wonderfully crafted show. Big shout out to that crew and cast. Lovecraft Country, guys. Please check it out. So you guys have already guessed it. If you know that music, you know what time it is. Now we're going to get into The Haunting of Hill House. So I wanted to go back and revisit this particular show because in the last episode, there were some corrections that needed to be made. So I wanted to kind of make those corrections now. So again, The Haunting of Hill House is based off a Shirley Jackson novel from 1959, I believe, and since she wrote the book, there's been two movies and then this particular adaptation in a series. So the first movie was 1963. Second movie came out, which is not a part two, but just a, a second telling 1999. And it had Catherine Zeta-Jones, Liam Nielsen, young Owen Wilson and Lily Taylor. And Lily Taylor is the main character she plays Eleanor. So again, you get some of those similarities with her particular name of Eleanor, that character. And then in The Haunting of Hill House, you have another Eleanor. So again, understandably so, why I kind of made the mistake, but definitely the only real similarities are that the actual home is called Hill House. That's the same as titled in the movie as well as uh, Eleanor, the, the main character. So there is an Eleanor in The Haunting of Hill House. She plays one of the twins. Uh, her fraternal twin is Luke. Um, big differences, The Haunting, the movie, actually is about you know a scientist who brings some subjects to a haunted environment, and he's more just trying to do a case study on them and their reactions and kind of what's going on and how that particular environment affects them as individuals. Um, so it's more, again, just like a case study, as opposed to the, the, the show on Netflix, 
the show is based on a family who actually move into the home. They move there on the sense of the dad is like a real estate guy, investor. And so he purchases the property in hopes to like revamp it, bring it back to life and then get it back on the market as soon as possible so they can they can make a nice little lump sum off of it. So big differences, huge differences, actually. So I wanted to just, like I said, go back, talk about that a little bit and just kind of provide some context as to as to where I went afoul in the last episode. But just so you guys know, please check it out. The Haunting of Hill House on Netflix. It is an amazing series. Um, and it, it, it kind of goes not directly as far as a, a prequel or a sequel or anything into The Haunting of Bly Manor. Again, we talked about Bly Manor last episode, but it is just, you know, uses some of the same characters again from The Haunting of Hill House and The Haunting of Bly Manor. And it has those similarities. And again, that music, that music that you heard at the beginning is the music that I was referencing that is is used again in Bly Manor. So you get that particular music and what they do, the composer does play with the sounds of that particular uh, tone. And so it's slowed down in different versions. But when you hear it, when it comes on, you definitely recognize it no matter how they try to mix it or um, alter it, you can definitely, you know, get that familiarity sound and it just brings you right back to Hill House when you hear it again in Bly Manor. But that information, like I said, I wanted to make sure I, I got you, got that to you guys so you guys could know just some of the differences and where I, I screwed up a little bit last episode, but no worries. Uh, excellent show please please like i can't speak on it enough it is just so good one of netflix's best like horror genre series that they've come out with in a while so go back if you can check it out after you get done watching bly manor really really good series so this episode we're not gonna do a feature this week we're not gonna do the feature breakdown what we're gonna do is I'm going to introduce a couple of additional segments. So first one, we're going to do dad picks. Now, the dad picks, I touched on it briefly last episode. These are just something you can just shoot off for the kids, something that's definitely age-appropriate, and you don't have to worry about, you know, if they're going to see nothing too crazy. So uh, basically, Disney had ran the the board on this one so with disney plus they have the haunted mansion with eddie murphy they've got both the maleficents they've got twitches one and two with tn tamara if you're a fan of them uh they've also got frank and weenie the original 1984 and I just thought that Disney was was the go-to on this particular segment, keeping in the tradition of what we're doing in October, trying to keep everything horror genre, Halloween-esque, that, again, for the dad pics, went straight to Disney+. And you got to love their it, their interface. The Disney Plus interface is really simple. You can actually, on your title home screen, you can scroll straight over to the Halloween segment and it's got everything Halloween 
already together, bundled together. So that was pretty cool. And when you have it so simple like that, they've also got classics. So we're going to come back to Disney uh, towards the latter part of the episode and get into some of the classics that they had there. But again, for dad picks, Disney Plus, hands down, and it's it's a no-brainer. What is streaming now? So we're going to get into some stuff that's going to save you guys some time from scrolling through all your DSPs. It's October, so keeping in that, that horror genre, we're going to go through and just name off some stuff that I think that, that's worth your time. It's worth watching and check it out. So starting off, I'm going to start off with HBO dropped the 2020 version of witches. So I don't know if any of you guys are familiar with the old 1990 movie witches with Angelica Houston, which by the way, phenomenal actress, Angelica Houston's actually, if you don't remember her, she was Morticia in the Adams family, the, the live action movies. So the Adams family movies are actually on Netflix, I believe, but keeping on, on HBO, witches brand new um it's actually almost like a to me it's got a they flip the cast so the grandmother and the son are black and just a little bit of twist on it but we've got octavia spencer i believe is the grandmother anna hathaway is in it chris brock's in it stanley tucci's in it so you get a lot of stars um and it's new it's a remake so it'll be interesting to see how that unfolds but brand new, that's actually cool for the kids. That was that was in the age-appropriate range where you're not going to get nothing crazy. And a lot of us that remember witches, it's it's a good, wholesome, like, little Halloween treat. So it's pretty cool. Um, Amazon. Amazon dropped the brand new Borat film. This film came out, I believe it was released on the 23rd of this month and I must say I did not look forward to watching this. I've seen part 1. It was just okay, but I must say part 2 was even more fucking ridiculous. <laughs> just when you think that Sasha Baron Cohen can't push it any further, he does. Um there's a lot of there's a lot of political jokes in it, a lot of flipping the mirror around and having America look back at itself in a in a society standpoint is pretty interesting but he's got a daughter in this film that is fucking retarded like she goes in like really playing it up on the whole just ignorant to life and what is going on partially because her dad has fed her a bunch of bullshit there's a book that he introduces to her that is fucking crazy so there's one chapter where it tells her that if she's to play with herself at all, her vagina's got teeth and it's going to bite her arm off. So, I mean, the jokes in this are really smart, really witty. It is got the the shallow on the surface humor. But then when you look a little bit deeper, it's it's just it's interesting. Um, they actually caught uh, Rudy Giuliani up in this particular film there's a scene in this that i think it made some headlines where man it's just super inappropriate i mean the guy said he was fucking fixing his shirt 
and re re positioning his shirt after removing some of the the microphone equipment but i mean it's some sketchy shit so when you when you see it check it out um there's also a dance that the the dad and the daughter go to and when the daughter breaks out to do her individual dance <laughs> it's just just crazy I, I i can't even formulate it without ruining it but please check it out when they go to the ball shit just gets wild so then there's also a standout there's a he hires just a random lady in the from the classifieds to watch his daughter and this lady she's a black babysitter and it, the things that he says to her it's just again like i said just check it out she's blown away and her reactions are priceless and it's just a really really fun film again i didn't think it was going to be as as laughable as it was but it really surprised me so that is on amazon so i know you guys are like jason what the fuck borat is not halloween-esque so i know it isn't but again i just had to mention it just because it is brand new so it got a lot of publicity and shit so i just wanted to just throw that out there and yeah just let you guys know it's there so amazon also had a ton of the rob zombie collection so they've got the lords of salem they've got house of a thousand corpses um they've got for sale devil rejects and the three from hell but those right now, I believe, are discounted rate. They're going for about $1.99 instead of the normal $3.99 uh, for any movie at Amazon. But yeah, Rob Zombie Collection over at Amazon. Hulu. So Hulu's got a new series. It's called Hellstrom. Ten episodes. Really, really good. I'm starting to dig into it. It's almost dealing with a transgenerational trauma and it's crime it's it's mystery it's horror elements and there's definitely some paranormal stuff going on and it's just really good i just started watching it but that's on hulu bad hair bad hair is a black movie that dropped just recently dropped i believe it was the 22nd um and that was on hulu it's got a ton of actors and actresses in it it's got uh some some artists it's got usher jay farrow kelly Rowland, lena waith blair underwood shante adams it's got vanessa williams and even james vanderbeek from varsity blues but it's about a young lady that's i believe she's in the the music industry or music videos or somewhat and she gets a weave and then the hair kind of takes a mind of its own but i would check it out it like i said brand new just just dropped this week also hulu's got castle rock i love castle rock castle rock is based off of Stephen King books 
Um, the city Castle Rock is actually makes its appearance in a few Stephen King movies. It's actually down the street from Derry, which Derry is the town, if you remember from it. But Castle Rock season two is dealing with Annie Wilkes. If you guys are familiar with that name, that's Annie Wilkes from Misery. So this is like season two of Castle Rock is her origin story. Season one deals with a completely different story. But right now, just kind of in the recent, in the now, season two came out, I believe, last year. But it's along those horror elements, horror genres type of thing. But just kind of tells the backstory to Annie Wilkes. Book of Blood. Book of Blood is a remake. So Hulu's got this uh, 2020 version there's a 2009 version, just, you know, pretty good horror film. It's something to just watch. The one that is the, the newer one, it was really cool. It told like three different stories from the book. And then interestingly enough, how those stories intertwine and intermingled and they kind of overlap. So it was just really cool to see that overlapping. But Book of Blood also... What We Do in the Shadows, the series. So, What We Do in the Shadows, the movie, is drop-dead fucking hilarious. It's Taika Waititi, and I know you guys know that. That Taika, he's directed so many different movies. Uh, recently, Jojo Rabbit, but he directed Thor Ragnarok. I believe he's even going to be working on some of the new Guardian stuff. But it's got a ton of cool films. Just look them up check out his filmography and a lot of his stuff you could just pick it and it's and you're gonna enjoy it but what we do in the shadows the series kind of follows along the same base of the movie and those type of characters and kind of how they live together and how life was but it just kind of still follows them on almost similar to like the office style like the mockumentary so it's vampires and they're being documented and it's just their adaptation to living in America and it's it's really interesting it's funny a lot of laughs uh, I would definitely like take some time smoke your joint to it because it's just funny and it's silly but it's it's good um, Netflix Netflix has got Black Summer Black Summer is a zombie movie now it's not told in your typical format it's eight episodes and each episode follows a particular character so it's really interesting how all the characters again kind of overlap and cross paths but there's actually one episode where you're the zombie so you're seeing things from the zombies perspective very new different really really cool they've got netflix has got dracula dracula's newer it's a three-part see. It, it, I would say it's a movie almost, but they call it a ser a series. But it's three parts, and they're ninety minutes each. So, in each one of those episodes, kind of take place during a certain time period. So it kind of almost looks like they jump forward. You know, maybe. 20 or 30 years each time each episode is 20 or 30 years into the future um 
but Dracula, really good, really good, decent storytelling, just a different take on it, especially with getting that much time. You've got 90 minutes each episode, so you really get a lot of the story. And they're almost each kind of like three different movies, but, you know, just running together. So it, it's really cool. Check it out. Rebecca, Rebecca's brand new. It dropped this week. I noticed that it was actually like number three on Netflix's charts. So it it it's doing well. It's doing its numbers. Now, I haven't watched it, but I'm going to definitely get around to it. I did see uh, Alive. Hashtag Alive is streaming on Netflix. So in the vein of Hashtag Alive, Train to Busan is really good. Another Korean film. And in that whole vein of Korean zombie types of stories, there's a show called The Kingdom. Oh, I'm sorry. It's called Kingdom. If you type in The Kingdom, you're going to get something completely different. It's going to be like some uh, Vikings type of shit. But Kingdom. And it's now currently on season two, but it's a really, really great storytelling of like ancient feudal type of Japan where you're dealing with uh, conquerors and you're dealing with family hierarchy and politics and emperors. But then there's a twist with some zombies and some other things going on. So it's really, really good. And it's, it's two seasons now started in 2019, but it's definitely worth a watch. And I think that will kind of wrap up what's streaming right now. So as mentioned earlier in the show, the last segment I want to introduce to you guys, since we did not have the feature this week, is what I'm watching. So I just wanted to kind of give you guys a quick little overview of what I've been watching lately. What I'm stuck on right now is Hellstrom. I touched on it earlier in the what streaming segment, but Hellstrom is really interesting, really good. It reminds you similar to like an evil with Michael Collier, but this particular show, it deals with um, a nun and her basically, her and another gentleman, they raise these two children who are children of a special powered serial killer. He's got... Um, he taps into like the dark war, the dark world, dark arts, uh, black magic, things of that nature. So just with that being said, he kind of passes those traits on to his children. Uh, the mom is actually possessed and it is just really interesting. The mother is actually locked away in isolation in a, in a psych ward and it is just really good. Uh, so that's what I'm watching 10 episodes. I'm actually almost done with that. That's on Hulu, so I'm just going to go ahead and run down all the shit on Hulu that I'm watching, and then I'll jump to some other, other DSPs, but I did knock out the Book of Blood, uh, watched 31, which was one of the Rob Zombie titles that I had mentioned earlier. Um, I'm actually kind of also looking and working on American Horror Story. I love American Horror Story. So I'm going back now. I'm rewatching it all. So I'm right now I'm on season two, The Asylum. But really good show. Um, 
I strongly suggest you guys get into American Horror Story. It's it's a really good anthology series. It's it's long. It's got a lot of episodes to to get into, and once you start going, then it's definitely a ton of content to to watch. Also, oh, what I was watching on Netflix. So Netflix, they just dropped volume two of Unsolved Mysteries, which I was a bit disappointed with uh, volume two. And really, I think Unsolved Mysteries as a whole, when we used to watch Unsolved Mysteries when we were younger and, you know, it used to come on that music. It was so eerie. It just gave you a vibe. But even though it keeps with some of the same music and everything, it's still just it just doesn't feel the same. But I definitely think it's the host. You know, we definitely miss that host from the original Unsolved Mysteries. But in this one, volume two, six episodes, I think that the one standout episode to me was the the Washington Insider murder. It was it was pretty cut and dry to me what the fuck happened to this guy. But uh, I'm going to let you guys check it out and you tell me what you think. Also, Netflix, I to- told you guys I was watching a Hashtag Alive. Check that out. Cadaver, it's a new, it's French um, horror film and pretty interesting. Um, the new David Letterman, my next guest needs no introduction. Although this isn't Halloween-esque or October-ish, but... This show is really, really good. I watched the Dave Chappelle episode. Now, um, my next guest needs no introduction. It's on his third season. I believe David Letterman is is winding down to to get out of and finish his deal with Netflix. Uh, It looks like I think the first season had seven episodes. It had guests like Jay-Z, I think Barack Obama, Howard Stern. And then in season two, he had six episodes. He had like Kanye West, Tiffany Haddish, Ellen, uh, Zach Galifianakis. And then now season three started and season three is significantly shorter. It's only got four episodes. So I watched the Dave Chappelle one and I believe he's got Kim Kardashian and Robert Downey Jr. and Lizzo. And those are the four guests that he's got. So that's really what I'm what I'm watching right now. That's kind of what's on my plate. So, oh, and I'm finishing up. This is such a standout series. It is called Outsider, not The Outsider with the kids and the 1960 uh, stuff. This is called Outsider. It's based off a Stephen King novel of the same name. It's categorized as like a crime mystery horror. And it stars Ben Mendelsohn. It's got Jason Bateman. And please forgive me if I mess your name up, but Cynthia Erveco. Um, I know I fucked that up, guys. But you know her. She was in Harriet. She was in Bad Times of the El Royale. She was also in Widows with uh, Viola Davis. And so you you guys, she was in there. Uh, Widows had Viola Davis and Michelle Rodriguez. So, But she was the young lady in that. And she was a young lady that played Harriet Tubman. So when you see her, you're definitely going to recognize her and you'll, you'll know exactly, you know, who I'm speaking of, but phenomenal actress. She has, her character is so unique and so interesting, but this show is so smart. Jason Bateman to me can do no wrong. 
Um, since Ozark, I mean, some of the stuff that he's gotten behind, whether it's producing or directing or just getting his involvement in, he has been hitting fucking home runs. Like, he's really, really, really been doing a bang-up job with his selection of content that he's been putting out. But that's actually what I'm watching right now. And, yeah, I advise you guys to check out some of that stuff. Uh, It's really good. I try to give you something from each platform. That way, if you don't have a particular platform, maybe you can go to another one. But, yeah, check that stuff out. That's what I'm watching. So I definitely do have a bone to pick with Hulu. Hulu, to me, would have been the standout platform this week or this episode. But Hulu's add-ons, the HBO Max add-on, definitely kind of sucks. You can't really search the shows like you would like to with the regular search bar you actually have to look for them with a to z it's like a sort it's fucking bullshit my biggest gripe about it and also some of the newer releases are not available so you actually have to get hbo max separately so if you've got like a ps5 or xbox or something of that nature, you can go ahead and get your HBO Max that way, but the HBO Max through the Roku's or through the Hulu add-on sucks ass. So it's like Charm City Kings, not able to watch it. Which is 2020, not able to watch it. For some reason, it just really limits your selection and I just don't fucking like it. So I'm 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 a little pissed off with you guys at Hulu about you know, having the add-on, the premium add-on, so you're charging people the premium price, but then you're shorting them on the actual interface, and that's just not fucking cool. Like, that's definitely taking advantage of the user and just not providing them proper uh, user-friendly accessibility, and it just it just fucking sucks. But like I said, that that's I'm just going to rant on that. That is my first rant, but yeah, Hulu, get your shit together. And last, but certainly not least, we're going to finish up with the classics. So I'm going to run through the DSPs and let you guys know what I thought kind of fit in this this month's theme and, and genre. But also, again, it's going to be classics for kid-friendly shit, too. So Disney Plus, we'll start there. They did have in that Disney Plus interface, you've got the Halloween section. So you go to the Halloween section and it's got everything categorized for you, whether it's movies and series or whether it's shorts or extras. So they had Hocus Pocus with Bette Midler. Love Bette Midler and Beaches. Beaches is one of my favorite movies of all times. But um, they also have all the Simpsons Treehouse of Horrors. They've got Tim Burton's Nightmare Before Christmas, which I always thought was fucking cool how it 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 borderline between a Christmas movie and a Halloween movie. And it's just classic Tim Burton animation. They also have, now this isn't a classic, but just a side note, because I brought up Tim Burton, Disney does have the Frankenweenie uh, remake. And it is in black and white, just like the original. So that's over there at Disney. Now, Voodoo. Voodoo is 
all right. I, I rarely talk about voodoo, but that is where I go to actually purchase my movies. If I'm going to, to watch a movie or if I want something that's in the theaters now and I want to get it, I go through voodoo. But as far as just normally on a day to day streaming, going to voodoo to find a movie or something like that, I really do not do. But they did have some some classics. They had The Faculty with Josh Hartman, Selma Hayek, 1998. Kind of a classic. They had The Collector, which I thought was an interesting telling on uh, a B&E. So for you don't know what a B&E is, breaking and entering. So in The Collector, this guy breaks into a house and he fucking regrets it. So... Uh, the Collector was really cool. I loved it. It was around the time when Saws were coming out. So interesting takes on horror genre back then. So The Collector is over at Voodoo. And also super duper classic, Attack of the Killer Tomatoes. Now this shit was out when I was a kid. And, you know, it's just one of those 70s, older, silly you know, almost reminds you of like a Critters or something like that. But that's over at Voodoo if you're into Attack of the Killer Tomatoes. You just want to reminisce and bring back some old memories by watching that. Just just over the, over the top nonsense. But one thing I will say about Voodoo is they'll have, they'll say, free with ads. So you're watching a fucking movie and then boom, in the middle of it, you're getting three ads they're a minute each, and it just really is jarring. Now, in, in these times with streaming and accessibility to media, to watch something and then be taken out of it with an ad is just, again, like, unless you love watching YouTube and you get bombarded with ads frequently, watching a movie to me and then, like, popping up, and it's like almost watching TV with commercials and shit. That shit's just so ancient. It just doesn't happen anymore. But... Going to Hulu, sorry guys, going to Hulu. Hulu's got all 11 seasons of X-Files. Classic Mulder and Scully. Gotta watch X-Files for Halloween. Like, that's just classic TV, something to fall asleep to. But X-Files was always, always kept a creepy uh, loom in, in the story and just really mystery vibes, aliens and, and the supernatural X-Files, that music at the beginning, you know what it is. Uh, Hulu's also got Fallen with uh, John Goodman and Denzel Washington, which was a really good movie, 1998 classic. And The Last House on the Left. The Last House on the Left was one of those movies from the 70s. And it's, I, I'm definitely talking about the original. And it was made around that time, I believe, of Texas Chainsaw Massacre. And it was just one of those films where they were like, in the ad, you got to keep telling yourself it's a movie. And <laughs> I mean, when you watch it now, it's comical, but I'm assuming back then it was actually probably pretty frightening or, or horrific. But we've seen so much since then. But if you're in the if you're into those 70s classics, Last House on the Left is over at, at uh, Hulu. So Netflix, Netflix has got some good ones. They've got Poltergeist, the original. They've got Adam's Family, as I mentioned earlier, with uh, 
uh, Raul, Raul Julia and Angelica Houston, 1991 classic Adams Family. I love the Adams Family, the live action. Uh, they've got Witches, the original Witches, and they've got Sleepy Hollow, 1999 classic with Johnny Depp. They've got Cape Fear with Juliette Lewis and Robert De Niro, and HBO. We talked about it. But they've got, you know, I've got to kind of, again, jump back off of that. The Witches, they i got to bring it up again. They've got Witches 2020, so check that out. But HBO, as far as classics, they've got all the aliens. So they got Alien. They've even got the director's cut. They've got the extended versions. They've got two, three. They've got Alien Resurrection. They've got all the aliens. So you can overload on your Sigourney Weaver over at HBO. They've got the American Werewolf in London. 1981 classic so that was that was really good i remember checking that out um actually a few years ago not long ago checked out that for the first time and it was definitely a a a, a cool film like something to watch but keep in mind you know some things don't age too well as far as the practical effects things of that nature but still just a good movie to check out and amazon will conclude our classics list and over at Amazon they've got the phantasm it's not the phantasm it's just phantasm 1979 super good movie I love I love this movie uh when I was a kid shit I wasn't born till 80 but when I watched phantasm and I saw one of the characters take the two shotguns and saw them together and and filed the barrels down it was so cool as a hero's weapon i thought it was really awesome but phantasm they've got fright night they've got hellraiser one and two uh they've got vampires with james woods and daniel baldwin classic james woods vampire movie uh and then they have silent hill now i wouldn't say silent hill's a classic but I thought it was I thought it was pretty decent for an adaptation of a video game. I think that they do drop the ball a lot of times on our on our video game movies, but you know, I mean it, it, it comes with it. They I don't think we've had a decent video game movie in a long time. But that's gonna wrap up the show and I just wanna tell you guys thanks for listening. Thanks for tuning in. Please like subscribe or or you know, figure out a way to, to chat back, send me any messages. Like I said, corrections, anything you think I fucked up at or, or something like that. I'd never want to give you guys any misinformation. So just make sure you hit me, like try to get in touch with me, however that that's possible, but subscribe and I'll see you next episode.